Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know all that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? It's not too late for Minshew Mania to sweep the nation. Welcome to a Sin City Miracle edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hartigan. Guys, the Eagles 13-1. and Anita Baker is flirting with Jalen Hurts on show, social media. Life is good. With us, as always, is Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, the high-flying Seattle Seahawks are coming to town this week. You nervous? You know, I might be. I, we play down to our opponents, and the Seahawks are very, very down. So it might actually work out this way. But at least my quarterback has a shoulder. Mm, it's maintenance. True. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Uh, True. Hey, we got Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson. Uh, Jamel, the Commanders once again broke your entire family's hearts right before Christmas. How'd it feel? Oh, it felt amazing. It felt so good to um, have my entire family fly to Los Angeles for this. Glad you guys got to do that together. Uh, hey, joining the show today, we got Seahawks fan uh, returning to the show. One of the best comedians in the game, Andy Haynes. Andy, how you been? Okay. Are you standing Geno Smith these days or what? What's going on? Um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm kind of neutral on Geno. Like, um, I, I did last year. I, I, I spent money to go see the Seahawks twice, and both times he was abysmal. So, um, I'm yet to go pro Geno, but I, I support him. You know, I, I wish for the best. Yeah. I mean, be, okay, let's talk about week one. Beating Russell Wilson on Monday Night Football, I believe it was. Was that like, does that make the season a wash? Is everything good because you got that win? You know, he was a Seahawk and he brought us to a, a couple Super Bowls, got us wondering, and it was kind of a hometown thing. It was him and Pete Carroll and, you know, there was some kind of pure purity to it. And then as it slowly devolved and he kind of, lost some of his performance and then we had to see more of his personality outside of him being a winner. I think it just, it just was like, this guy's not just a nerd. He's like, he's, he's like Ned Flanders nerdy. He's not nerdy. Like you're like, Oh, that's kind of charming. It's like, you know, this guy, like he gets on his knees and prays and that, like he does this kind of prayer, like, and he, you know, He's he's being <laughs> cuckolded by uh, Future, like you know every song Future, album Future puts out. There's some kind of uh, you know allusion to, to touchdowns on your bitch, and you know, and then he and then he sells right. He tells us he's gonna stay, and then he sells. And I think uh, you know it's uh, it's just the the veneer was was off. Is there a little bit of? It feels to me like there's a little bit of kind of billionaire brain bugs going on. Now he's not a billionaire, but sometimes when certain people make a bunch of money 
the the you know the the vermin enter their mind and it turns them into the weirdest creepiest version of themselves you know kanye elon musk Chappelle's kind of doing it i mean i think he definitely circles that drain you know like he's he's uh he's definitely like i'm sure if we could read the diary of his soul um there would be some pretty strong homophobia and misogyny living in there just anybody i'm telling you this if you're praying like this and you're not a soccer uh like a yeah. soccer player it's a bad sign those boots those those boots those are nasty boots that he wears to church yeah those high top fully suede like it's suede inside as well boots yeah no i feel like I feel like even though Russell has the bag like that, he's so Virginia that I bet he still I, I bet he still shops at outlet malls. You know what I mean? I know I do. Yeah. He's got like a person he could have personal shoppers, complete executive treatment, and he is not above hitting like, you know, a Nike store and, <laughs> and hitting that back wall where the real shoes are. You know, <laughs> he's he has the complete Disney coach bag collection. <laughs> he's got it all. OK, let's move off for us. Uh, let's get into let's start the show the way that we always do by talking about what we hated about watching football the week before. Danny, you want to kick us off? What you hate about football last week? Yeah, and I think you'll definitely agree with this. I, I feel like it's having to play these bad teams late in the season. I hate it. I hate the Texans. The Bears for your team, the Raiders, the Baker Mayfield Rams winning a game, the Colts almost. There's too much playing for pride going on. And I get it. You know, early on, there's legitimate hope. Hard Knocks has shown us that even the shittiest team can be tricked into believing that they could be good. But then there's that first bad loss, followed by six and seven other losses. And then the depression hits. And that's the best time to play a bad team when the cloud of grim reality hangs over the stadium and the coach is saying, let me finish in like a Karen-y way at the press conferences. And the fans are so angry. They start DMing racist shit to the players. That's the sweet spot. But the thing is with failure, it is a long process. Once you become a loser, you don't just keel over and die. That's not how life works. You continue to live on and a hatred of your new lower station in life sets in and that's dangerous because now all you want to do is bring every other happy team down with you that's why we had this crazy week 15 the chiefs play three more bad teams that we should beat, and i just want to impart the immortal words of marcellus wallace fuck pride relax and get paid get paid to relax what, what's more American dream than that? We get it. You're a good player. You don't have to lay people out in December to prove it. Save your brain. None of us need more stress this time of year. And if I have to watch another fucking overtime game against a four-win team, I'm going to go Willie McGinnis on someone. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think, I think um, just like, sorry to interrupt real quick, but obviously you guys know that I'm a big uh football fan that's sure, where my that's where mm -hmm. my real knowledge and allegiances live and um while i'm fine with two football teams uh tying i think it should be illegal for an nfl team to tie absolutely i think that's 
that makes no sense at all. It's anti-American. It's fine if it happens in the CFL. I don't even think, you know, that's where dreams go to die. And Do they keep score even in the CFL? All I know is that um, I believe a touchdown is, wait, what is it? I know they have three downs and I think their points are different. It's And also the dumbest thing, for some reason, I, this makes absolutely, have you seen where the, the, the field goal is at the front of the touchdown? Yes, it is. Yeah. You can watch multiple montages of running backs running directly into the pole and just ending their career. And aren't the aren't the tines of the of the field field goal very narrow? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, they're in metric, so they have to be. But Danny, you're right about this uh, this prideful. I don't know if the Seahawks qualify here. Are, Are they? Are you worried about some overlap? They're too good to be stupid enough to win this game right i i just think so you less worried andy's right about how the media distorts what you would normally think because right now our media ecosystem is telling us that these are three games we absolutely have to win or we're losers and patrick Mahomes loses the mvp and you know we're gonna get the the seven seed or be kicked out of playoffs it's fucking ridiculous how they're making it seem like the seahawks need to be rolled over and so that's kind of where i'm at i i will not feel good. I will feel kind of a Texans feeling if we if we have another back and forth game against the Seahawks, even though they're better. Okay. Uh, Andy, what'd you hate about watching football last week? Well, <clears throat> first of all, I hated not being able to watch the one game that was televised in a long time because I have sling. And so oh. I can watch I can watch whatever, like, New York, like, whatever they decide to put on the Fox New York games. And then, boom, Seahawks 49ers on Amazon Prime. And uh, I even, like, actually was going to go to the Seahawks bar here in New York. And uh, my wife was like, why don't we, like, have dinner and, you know, hang out? And I was like, fine, (laughs) you know? (laughs) That was a real-time, that was his real-time response. It was just like, sure, like you know, I've I've made her watch so much uh, World Cup, and so I didn't get to see the whole game. I saw parts of it, and then um, I love my wife, so I I abandoned the game. But mm-hmm. I could see where it was going, and that was that there was going to be joy for 49ers fans. And I think, I think uh, they're one of the worst fan groups. I think they're low key one of the worst fan groups. I think. Um, if you have a gold, if you have actual like not not like a yellow, but like actual gold, shiny gold on your on your uniform, it makes you a bad person. I think it's capitalistic and it's just I don't understand like the whole like they're not in San Francisco. That's a that's a good place to start. Um and they don't they're just I don't know. I don't like it's I don't like the 49ers. That's a rivalry I live like I I hang on to um, I actually have seen multiple fist fights in LA where 49ers and, um, and I also don't like this fucking, like, I, I don't like this, uh, Cinderella story with, uh, their fail son QB, you know, their third string QB who's having like two good game runs and like everybody in football is like, well, he really showed his critics who, you know, who's boss. It's like, he's had two good games. Yeah. He's rested all season. Yeah. He should be able to like. Son, looks I, like, I, we're about to find out that his mom is Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. 
for, for the nepotism, uh, yeah. famous kids. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> hey, and Andy, you're uh, something to add on to hating Niners fans and just the team at large. Uh, their coach, I think, is the first coach to wear a flat brim hat on the sideline ever, bringing that big 909 energy to San Francisco somehow. But it feels like no, it's me. it's honestly, you know what it is? It's it's NorCal energy. Yes. He's, He's bringing NorCal energy. He yes. has a lifted truck. He has two two snowmobiles. He wears wraparound um, oh. dragon sunglasses. And just ta- wait. I mean, talk about nepotism. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The Shanahan family. Jesus. So we've been the, told. What about who did the Mira Zone? Don't the Mira Zone two professional sports teams? Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah. So Kate Mara and Rooney Mara are the granddaughters of the families that own both the Giants and the Steelers. Mm. And so I think one of them is more Steelers and one of them is more Giants. I don't know. Do they they got a sketch group coming out that we should catch <laughs> check for? Yeah, it's uh it's uh, what do you call those fucking guys on Saturday Night Live? Please don't destroy Yeah, Kate Mara is actually doing um new faces characters yeah. this year. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. The, the original name for their group was Please Don't Hire Any Black People. <laughs> <laughs> they got Punky Johnson doing two lines a week. Yeah. We love Punky. They got um, Devin. And and be careful, because I am married to an SNL writer, so right. um, I have to support the show. It's it's the best oh, it's show a great on TV. Show. It's an institution. It's still an institution. Yeah. yeah. We like the 49ers. That's right. The 49ers are Saturday Night Live. The Seahawks are Mad TV. Sorry. Yeah. How do you <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have Will Sasso and uh, Mrs. Swan. We have Mrs. Swan and Will Sasso, and that is 100% our, our, our arc of history right there. Wow. That makes too much sense. It really does. Uh, Jamel, what did you hate about watching football this week? Um... What did I hate about watching football this week? Let me see. Uh, well, actually, you know, you touched on it earlier. Um, I guess what I hated is just unconditional love. A lo- the, the, the connection to having to watch a bad team. Yeah. Like having, having to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got my family coming to town. This is a big deal. They've never seen a, a space that I lived in. I've never lived in a space nice enough to show family members. I'm bringing them out for Christmas. It's all love. And all week, the pressure mounting on this commander's game was, it was palpable. You could taste it. You could cut it with any utensil. You know what I'm saying? And then the game came on. And then it was a disaster. (laughs) And from the moment that the commanders lost this game, my family became despondent. They, they're just, they won't be happy. They're refusing to be happy. My youngest brother has been pouted. He, he packed a PS5. Damn. And now, and now he doesn't want to talk to anybody. He just wants to play 2K. And this is all because the commanders lost. I had a show that night. I had to leave at halftime. These, my little brother stayed in my apartment and watched the command. They chose to watch the commanders lose. I tried to t- I said, "Hey guys, they're going to lose this game. Come hang out with me in Glendale, dog. You know what I'm saying? It's going it's going to be some chicks there. 
I think. Just come hang, man. It's going to be better than this. And they looked at me like, absolutely not. I have to go down with this ship. They're the violins on the Titanic. Every year they do this. And I just want them to know that they don't have to live like that, man. Be free. The real reason I left D.C. is because I can't watch these fucking losers like that. It's an abusive relationship. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, you you guys definitely have like some Stockholm Syndrome type of situation going on. It's so sad. And then, okay, now I'm in Vegas. The, my two brothers was with, with me all week in L.A. Now we're in Vegas. I got my family meeting me in Vegas. We got some nice rooms, dog. We, yeah. got, some, uh, we got some upgrades, dog. Your background looks great. And all they want to talk about, now my mom, as soon as I see my mom and dad, I give them both a hug. The first thing they say is, Heineke blew it. What do you think he was going to do? Can you just tell me that you love me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck Taylor Heineke. Yeah. Let's bond. But they can't. we can't because the commanders mean too much. Not I, September through February. That's oh, not going to so, happen. It's just so sad. I just want them to know there's a better way, guys. And it's not loving the commanders like that. I do. All really, they can do is hurt you. I do identify with your brother's choice to once your team loses, to go to a completely different sport on your on your gaming console and just completely abandon. That's why I got FIFA. We've all we've discussed this before. I got FIFA as a backup in case I can't bring myself to play as the Chiefs or even play f- football or even acknowledge football in any way for an entire week. So my that's backup smart. Is that's that's empowering right there. You just set the game to easy, and then you're like, I can win. Yeah. I can win. It's my therapy because I refuse to go to therapy. Yeah. I mean, I like that part, but <laughs> everything else, man, just, God, I, I just I just want them to know it's, it's going to be okay, and the team's always going to suck. Yeah. Uh, quickly, what I hate about watching football this week, uh, Jeff Saturday in general, I'm glad we relentlessly mocked that hire because it's proven to be horrendous. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed the Savage Johnny Depp commercials started oh, yeah. to re-air this weekend. Uh, they're old commercials. I don't know my, why. My man's <laughs> my man's free. My man won. He won the case. He kept his bag. He's got his Epstein Island. Johnny's he's, free. He's wailing on a guitar in the middle of a desert, summoning a bunch of wolves who come up to him. It looks like the Shakira wherever whenever video. He's just walking. He's That's the real Johnny football right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> uh, but the actual thing that I hated this week, uh, Deshaun Watson and his teammates. So Deshaun threw his first touchdown to Donovan Peoples-Jones on Saturday, ran to the end zone, and they have personalized celebrations with Deshaun Watson where they did this preordained handshake thing that ended with like a wipe his nose, like off the face mask. So... I have to ask, Danny, if uh, while we were working at Ridiculousness, Andy Dick got hired as a writer, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you think you guys would come up with a synchronized dance move every time a joke landed in the room? Would you spend time with Andy making sure that your cool TikTok dance looked good enough to post? It's insane that these guys have these... This relationship with Deshaun Watson this quickly, it's its unbelievable. I'm surprised they had to spend that much time with Deshaun Watson, time enough to synchronize this, 
this handshake. I don't know how long that usually takes. For me, it would take a long, long time. <laughs> but just hang out with Deshaun Watson for that long and him not ask for you to jack him up or whatever, you know, whatever his compulsion is. And to answer your ridiculousness question, I would I would be openly shitty to Andy Dick until they promoted Andy Dick to my boss and then he fired me. Man, I just remember the time I tried to teach Danny a handshake and then he ended up with carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh my God. <laughs> that would happen. Uh, Hans, have you ever had to, I'm sure we, we all have, but work with somebody uh, shitty who you knew was shitty and then uh, did, did you decide to come up with a celebration with him together? Um, well, you know, I, I worked with you guys for a long time and I'm not saying you're (laughs) shitty. That's not what I'm trying to say, but you, you know, some of the people I worked with. Oh yeah. So sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think the celebration more was like, I really loved a coded celebration. Um, like, uh, you know, somebody, let's say there's a guy who we've all worked with who was never funny, but he pitched so hard that it was always, it it would dominate, you know, it was just, it was like literally somebody like performing seppuku, you know, on the, on the conference table. And every time he would pitch, I, you know, I would catch, I would have somebody in the room that was like a designated, like, we're going to meet eyes and we're going to acknowledge this. And that felt good. You know what I mean? I think it was probably very similar to, you know, like when you're in a POW camp and you see one of the guards um, kind of trip, you know, like the, that there's a small amount of joy. So you're saying maybe Nick Chubb like shot a glance over to like David Njoku and they're like these fucking guys. Yeah, we Check gotta, them out. We got to watch their eyes on the, yeah. on the replays. <laughs> OK, hey, let's move on to our game this week. Uh it's it's Christmas. It's the holidays. Let's do a secret Santa. As we know, you know, it's easier than just having to get a gift for everybody. You do secret Santa. You have one person. You you draw names out of a hat. Uh, so this week, uh, what would you gift uh, an opposing team? Uh, Danny, you want to set this up? Yeah, I you know, no, you got we, it. we drew names out of a hat. You can't. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, look, you you act confused before every game. <laughs> this one's the simplest concept. Secret I love Santa. It. That's my that's my bet. I drew Jamel slash the Washington Commanders. And actually, Andy brought it up, and the dialogue around this just matches up perfectly because I have a gift for your commanders, Jamel. I'm gonna power up the Jewish weather satellite, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. give FedEx Field a gift of 10 inches of snow. Not enough to cancel the game, but plenty for everyone in the stands to have a full arsenal of ice balls. You deserve the means to unleash your decades of frustrations. Buffalo fans, they're apes. All they could think of was to throw them at the other team. I think Washington fans are going to be much more calculating about it. Why throw down at the field where your players also are when you can turn your stadium into Benghazi for three hours? Just pelt everybody who pisses you off. Pelt the price gouging concession guys. Pelt the lazy shit cleaners who can't clean the shit out of the awnings. Pelt the NFL reps. Pelt the fucking luxury boxes. Hit fucking McConaughey and, I don't know, Mia Khalifa, whoever the famous Commanders fans are. Get Snyder on the run. I hit Mia Khalifa, all right. (laughs) 
Get Daniel I'm Snyder sorry. on the run. That's your job with these balls. If he tries to flee in his underground limo, Princess Diana that shit with ice balls. I Man, do you know how good it would feel to hit Dan Snyder's wife in the <laughs> mouth with an ice ball? Like, she just opened her mouth to say something about, like, you know, philanthropy. Yeah, she's she's like, oh, yeah. I never. And her monocle falls up, and you just yeah. right where I her open whip one. shocked mouth is. Damn. Yeah, crack, crack her brand new veneers, <laughs> you know? I mean, you know I, Dan Snyder's wife has to have some veneers made from other humans' teeth. Oh, for you know? sure. <laughs> to get the height right. Yeah. I look, Jamel, I don't I don't <clears throat> purport to understand your rage. I don't fully get it. I just want to give you copious amounts of hard, packable snow. And the plan from there is up to the people of DC to to take command with. Thanks, man. Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think also that like one thing about DC that you got to understand about the fan base is um, it's 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 a very divided city. Nobody actually in government or power is a Commanders fan. It's very true. It's all it's all the ne- neglected locals, suburbanites, uh, people that have been pushed out by gentrification. So it's it's there. There's anger. There's historic anger there, and um, I think. Uh, Dan Snyder deserves everything he gets on this snowy massacre, you know? <laughs> I'm taking all my ice balls to Larry Michael's house. <laughs> and then I'm doing what I do. Um, Andy, you were, uh, you were, you were, uh, the Chiefs. You, yeah, you got to get Chiefs. a gift for the, yeah. you drew the Chiefs. I <laughs> so can't talk. uncomplicated this game. I just want to, have you never I, done a secret Santa? Never done it. <laughs> oh. Man, it's like you, it, honestly, you're giving this the like attention that explaining parlay to your girlfriend. Um, that's that's like the same kind of kind of breakdown. It's actually making me worse. It's like you know what's going to happen when um, Mahomes faces Smith. Um, but so I actually took this serious for a second. <clears throat> I didn't go because uh, I thought you know I wanted to not look like a dummy. So I kind of have a twofold gift. The first is that, um, so Kansas City is a hard team to buy gifts for. Statistically, they kind of lead their entire division. And um, I mean, the league really in in most stats. Except all but defense, yes. You guys have, um, you guys have zero picks or like percentage wise, you don't really have. And also you have the worst special team record in oh, yeah. your division. Yeah. So my gift is a new special teams coach, um, which mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's a start. It's obviously a building year, but I think you guys are fine no matter what. It's kind of a, it's a stocking stuffer. And then the other one is, um, it's kind of a, it's like a matrix level plug-in um, where you can, you can plug it in and you can watch the entire life of Patrick Mahomes to see where he was actually developed his speech pattern and to to understand why he talks the way he does. It's, it is an odd voice. It's become endearing to me, but I understand how the rest of America, you know, might want to make fun of it. That's all. That's, that's the flaw in the man is that he talks like Kermit the frog. Everybody gets to make fun of him. I, I can imagine that it probably hurts him sometimes even. So that is that is the soft part 
of Patrick Mahomes, and I do want to learn how that happened. So thank you. Well, it's so funny because if he doesn't talk, if you don't know how Patrick Mahomes talks, you're like, this is a smooth guy. Yeah. He is this is a smooth, attractive, athletic man. And then all of a sudden he opens his mouth and it's Nate Bargatze. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? How did that happen? It's like 20 packs of cigs, Nate Mar- Bargatze, too. Yeah, yeah. I think he probably lived near some kind of like industrial type of pollution. That's, I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's like central Texas. They probably eat frogs and have, you know, they they live in squalor and, and you know, there's just guns instead of beds. I don't know. So there's some, <laughs> some, kind instead of, of beds. some kind of history out there that caused it. But thank you. This is great. And I actually, I appreciate the special teams gift too. I was actually today, I was going to make a big show out of, because I'm unhappy with the chief's defense, taking one piece off of my chief's display back here. I think the chiefs do not deserve this one hat, this one extra hat to be in the corner until their defense gets better. This hat is going back in the closet. Wow. Powerful. (laughs) Devastating. How can I botch this? Jamel, hey, uh, I think you got my team. Uh, you have a gift for the Eagles? Finishing school classes for the entire fan base. Everybody, top to bottom, anybody who's been to a game, anybody who watches every week, everybody, who, anyone who has an Eagles hat, we're going to teach you guys how to hold your forks, <laughs> where the, uh, the baby knife goes. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be good for y'all. It's only three weeks. You could pick any three weeks you want. The last day of the class, there's a graduation. Everybody puts on nice button-up shirts. No no suit jacket, though. All you need is a button-up shirt and a tie. See, that'd make it a lot better. There were many times when when the three of us would be walking to lunch or something, and we'd run into some asshole Eagles fan who had to scream Eagles at Dan yeah. because he saw all of his regalia. It would be so much easier to stomach watching two Eagles fans interact if they were in tops and tails. And they just tip their tip their Eagles top hat to each other. Good day, sir. Good morrow. I like this. I will say this. I think, and this is the type of statement that's going to keep me from ever getting some kind of uh, front-facing uh, job. <laughs> and it's that if 9-11 had happened in Philadelphia, we probably wouldn't celebrate it as a holiday. You know? <clears throat> <laughs> Not only is that a great joke, but should be in your front-facing Stand-up act. I would try to find a way to incorporate that. Philadelphia is, um, it's just a blight on the eastern seaboard. I mean, it's not, it's not Baltimore, and we all know Baltimore. Baltimore's, you know, on life support. We can't kick it. It gave us the wire. What did Philly give us? Freeway? Meek Mill? No. Not happy. No, thank you. Allen Iverson is, he's not a product of Philadelphia, but he kind of saves you guys. The cheesesteak? Anybody could have Pretty, invented that. The cheesesteak, honestly? <laughs> you mean a chopped cheese? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I had uh, Questlove's meatless cheesesteak on my Delta flight on the way home the other night, and uh, it's pretty good. Really? Thanks, I, I will actually say, I will say that the Roots and Jill Scott are, are, they actually kind of make me regret saying that. Yeah, come mm. on, man. You seen what Jill did with that microphone? Yeah, we remember Petey Crack. <laughs> He's from around the way. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, hey, I drew the Seahawks, and I got a special gift for Andy. Uh, Danny brought this up a little bit with uh, Commander Celebrity Fans, but what I want to do is I want to gift the Seahawks a new celebrity fan. I pulled up a list of, of famous Seahawks fans, and it is it's bleak. It's bleak. I mean, you guys have, like, what, the 90s grunge guys who didn't OD? Uh, Sarah Palin, Macklemore, Chris Pratt. It gets Pratt. worse. Yeah, Chris Pratt's... <laughs> Chris Pratt's it, like I actually was hoping Chris Pratt would was part of the Denver deal. That's what I was really hoping. J.K. Rowling. Oh my, my God, God, man! What? Yeah. Oh yeah, she's on there. So it gets worse. Look. Joel McHale, Jeff Die. I mean, it's like it's a it's fucking so- it's a murderer's row of cringe celebrities. <laughs> like just. But I think I've identified. Other than you, obviously, who we who we all want to take that mantle, uh, there's another person who's waiting in the wings. So I'm gonna go ahead and gift you a new super fan, uh, Sydney Sweeney, the actress from Euphoria and White Lotus, The Handmaid's Tale, among others. The woman She's who on- who 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 took the boob gauntlet from yes. Alexandra Daddario and just j- that bathroom scene. I mean, sorry to be a horny guy, but that it's was all good. It was life-changing and affirming in, in two ways, you know? I mean, she's the meme queen. She, we all seen her hiding in that bathtub. We have seen her and her Gen Z co-star at the hotel resort judging Alexandra Daddario. A, a passing of the torch on the show, as you are, have pointed out, Danny, or excuse me, Andy, that it happened in real time. So come on, think about it. Secret Santa, Seattle Seahawks, Sydney Sweeney. And Andy, you already look like you want to be a part of the SS. So here is your chance. Yeah. I'm honestly, Rosebud's out the door if Sydney Sweeney's <laughs> on the table. Seriously. Now she t- Can you guys I w- now do- I'll fake my death. I'll drive our I'll drive our Tiguan into the East River and just it'll be filled with all of my belongings. Now, does it matter to anybody that she, that that her she's from Spoke she's from Spokane. But just, That's why oh I my point this God. out. But her parents crazy, dude. It is her it whole is. family's Trump supporters, right? Wasn't that the big story that she had a big Trumpy? Doesn't matter. She's her own person. She's her own. What is it about Washington? Honestly, State? You, okay, honestly, that that's almost as offensive as trying to criticize the hood for being like full of crime. People are products <laughs> of their environment, and they can't help that they've been neglected by the American capitalist system. And that, of course, they're going to latch on to a successful, outgoing man, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, let's paint this picture. Sidney Sweeney and Andy Haynes trot up to light the torch for the 12th man or to bang the drum before the game starts. I can see it. It's a beautiful image. I really hope this happens. I'd like to go back to Andy faking his death. I'm telling you right now, if I light the torch for the 12th man, there's immediately through like literally alchemy, it is um, J. Crew and Starbucks create a collab immediately. That just happens. (laughs) Guys, we found Andy's Tiguan. It was like 68 scarves in there, man. Oh, no. Yeah. I think he's gone, man. I'm just in Spokane. My name is... uh, Dax Martin, you know, like I'm just new. I'm new. Yeah, it's like the end of Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> You're a exactly. Andy, first blood. <laughs> or is, was it called new blood? It was called new blood. Uh, first yeah. blood works for me. First blood's better. The first member of the bloods, Andy Haynes. <laughs> they, 
Spokane, which Spok- in, in, Spokompton. in Washington, yeah, Spokompton, Spokanistan. Yeah. Um, it's where basically Washington is so isolated that people don't think like, oh, I can move from Helena, Montana or Spokane or Wenatchee. They don't go, oh, I could move to Los Angeles or New York or Denver. You know, they go, oh, I got to go to the big city. And for some reason, they all come to Seattle and they bring their country ways with them. I can't tell you how many times I've been in downtown Seattle, which is a little gritty, but there's always like dudes that look like they just got off the railroad from like a mining operation. No, nah, it's real. I was downtown Seattle. I seen a guy one time. I stayed at like the Bellflower Inn, the Belltown, mm-hmm. some yeah. shit. And Belltown, it it was like the bus stop next to the um the hotel was um pretty spicy. And I seen a dude trying to sell a a twenty two inch flat screen. And then another dude like made him an offer, and the guy was like, "Get away from me." And then they like started to fight. And then the other one guy, like his pants were down. Like the dude with the flat screen had his pants all the way down. Like, like D'Angelo, like you could just see the top of his, his penis. And then the dude was about to punch him. was like, pick your pants up. You better pick your pants up. I was like, I thought niggas just drank coffee up here. What's going on? No, no, we got, we got to interact. It's, it's, it's like, um, it's like the last outpost. You know what I mean? Before you go into the wilderness. It's not Anchorage. It's not Anchorage, but it's it's this it's a weird a lot of people move up there to fish or do other kind of like math very archaic <laughs> jobs. It's there's like a little bit of Bay Area hood culture, you know? There's that as well. It's it's very bizarre Seattle. It's it's isolated, man. Trapped in time. Sydney Sweeney, if you're listening and I think you are. Come on out. Wear some Seahawks stuff. Become the, the the super fan that we know that you are. Uh, Andy, where can we catch you the rest of the season? Give us something. Plug something. Let's follow your Seahawks journey as you guys attempt to get into the playoffs. Um, I got <clears throat> two things to say. Uh, first of all, I'll be on tour this winter and spring. So just go to my website, check for dates. They're not... I'm not on tour. I'm just doing dates. I don't know why I said I'm on tour. I'm doing dates throughout the next year. Um, and then the other thing is, is I work for a football club and I'm saying it in the pretentious way in, um, a little South of London, England, and, uh, they're called Crawley town FC and, uh, you know, go follow that journey. Um, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm doing socials. I'm, I'm hanging out with the team. I'm supporting the, the lads. So. Let's go. Let's go, oh, bruv. Yeah. Uh, Andy Haynes, thanks for thanks for joining. Thanks, guys. Coming back on the other side, uh, week 16, we got Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's the routine now. Uh, hey, week 15, I went 12 and 4. I would have went 13 and 3 if I didn't 40 burger the fucking Chiefs. But the point is, I'm back in the mix. I'm only three behind Danny. Jamel gained ground as well. This is anybody's ball game for these picks. Anybody's gift card. So let's take this shit seriously and get right into it. Thursday night football, Jags at Jets. Danny, who you like? Uh, you know, the Jets have just disappointed me too much. And they really disappointed me last week when they started Zach Wilson instead of Mike White. 
even though that wasn't really Mike White's fault and I could have potentially seen it coming. I tried to send a text in the middle of the week saying I wanted to pick the Lions. Apparently there's some kind of red tape to be able to do that. I lost that pick. Fuck the Jets. Give me the Jags. You know, the Jaguars haven't won a cold weather game in the last five years. Whatever. 0-10 straight up for under 50 degree weather. But I'm taking them as well. Give me the Jags. Uh, I'm behind Jets. Whoa. Wow. It does seem like Mike White is going to be back. Apparently he went to 10 independent doctors to try and play last week. (laughs) It's a Thursday game, man. There's no way he's coming back. His ribs are are tender. Hey, but shout out to the Jags for beating the Cowboys. Hell yeah, Doug Peterson. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looking pretty good. Okay, Saturday games. It's a full Saturday slate. This is like our Sunday, and then Sunday's specialty. So here's all the Saturday games. Saturday morning, Falcons at Ravens. Kind of a hard game to pick. Those Ravens were terrible against the Browns. I think it's still Huntley. I think it's the Riddler playing (laughs) quarterback for the Falcons. Um, I hate this game, but give me the Ravens. Yeah, I'll also take the Ravens. I was a fool to believe that the Falcons would be anything we need. They're like the wind. That's a Patrick Swayze lyric right there for you. As I pick the Ravens in boring fashion, even though they're terrible with Huntley. Yeah. They run a 1920 uh, offense. Uh, give me the Falcons. Uh, it's a better bird than a Raven. Jamel's making his That's, moves. I guess right. But damn, Jamal, you're going two against the grain. Okay. Okay. Your frustration may be sinking you right now. I, I yeah, can't I don't tell. I, I'm not getting these picks. I'm not winning the <laughs> gift card. I just, I have, I got to get to this buffet. Wow. Uh, Bills at Bears. With the Bills at the Bears. I mean, the Bears decided, like Danny said, to be mean to the Eagles. I think they may have uh, frisked their last frisk and. This is just bills by a million. I don't think the Bears by are going to show up to this one. By a billion. Ooh. Give me the bills. Uh, is, is this, I was going to say, is this going to be Jamel saying the Bears just to go against the grain? No, no. Okay, Lions at Panthers. Cruising through these picks. I mean, will these the games dark- suck? The darling Lions. What do you? The Lions are America's darling, Jamel. This is even though this game does suck. Come on, this game sucks. I'm picking the Lions, but this game sucks. <laughs> it does suck because of the Panthers. They bring everybody. Every aggregate game score in terms of watchability goes down it with does. the Panthers. The one thing they can't do is stop this red hot golf attack. The Lions are going to the playoffs. I'm just going to say it right now, and they have yeah, to win I mean, this. What, once we lost to the Giants, it pretty much wrapped that up for them. The golf attack. I like that. So we have Lions across the board there. Okay. Saints at Browns. Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. Here's a Saints at Browns game. I mean, Jamel is ready to sprint to that buffet, and this game <laughs> still has him actually thinking. He's like, well, yeah, okay. I really have other things to do, but Saints at Browns? I know. It kind of sucks. <laughs> what a curse to have it to actually really entertain this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I guess I, I got to pick the Browns. It's not fun to do, but Browns. 
I am going to just naturally go against Jamel's grain and say the Saints, their defense looked better, and Deshaun Watson, handshakes or not, is still out there bumming it. <clears throat> yeah, he was I bad think, again. I, I think Saints defense plus maybe a, a Taysom Hill uh, punting touchdown. I don't know. Get him out of there. Saints. I'm going Browns. It's at home. Their defense is good. The Saints, Why do I fucking believe in Andy Dalton? Who gives a shit? Uh, okay. Game of the week, matchup of the week. Not really, but based on this pod, Seahawks at Chiefs. Will Andy Haynes joining the podcast have any effect on this outcome? Probably not. Chiefs. Chiefs. I want to help Jamel out, but it's not that simple because the Chiefs are just dogging it in these games and I don't like it and it stresses me out. And I know they're going to give me more stress and give me the fucking Chiefs. Fucking stressful fucks. Giants at Vikings. The Vikings had the greatest comeback in NFL history on Thursday, uh, erasing a 33-point deficit. It sounds fake even saying out loud. The Vikings are bad until they need to be good, and then they play good. It's that simple. They're terrible until... They need something good to happen. They have won 10 one-score games this season, the most in NFL history. They just win close games. I'm going to get a little nutso and pick the Giants. I think that they got a little juice from the Commanders' victory. They got a defense, and uh, something's got to break Kirk Cousins. He doesn't have to. He's not this good or even mediocre. Just because, man, fuck the Giants. I refuse. I'm picking the Giants as well. I just, I'm still with you, Danny. I don't buy this Vikings team. Giants, Saquon kind of found the fountain of youth. He looked so fucking good in that game. He really did. So hot. On Sunday night. Um, Also, I just want to put on the record, you picked the Chiefs. I don't remember you actually saying it. Everyone should know. Oh, he did. Yes. Chiefs across the board against the Seahawks. Uh, Okay, moving on. Bengals at Patriots. These are all still Saturday morning games. The Patriots shot themselves in the foot with a fucking bazooka. (laughs) The funniest ending of a game I think any of us have ever seen. Some Jones on Jones crime. Chandler Jones stiff-arming Mac Jones. Hilarious. Bengals! I mean, the Patriots are done after that. Done for the entire next five years. Yeah, gotta say Boingles here. Yeah, it's Bengals across the board. Um, okay, Texans at Titans. Sorry, that's my pick. My, my, my pick, Genie. It's totally <laughs> fine. We're not going to put this part on video. No one cares. Yeah, I know. Uh, I Tex- mean, I'm taking the Texans. Why not? How about that? No. <laughs> yep. No. Jamel, yep. we don't count moral victories in the standings. Nope. I'm doing it. No. No. I'm picking the Texans. I like it. I like it. The Titans are in a hole. The Texans are feeling themselves. They've got too much of that pride I was talking about. I'm going with Jamel to Texans Town, USA. The happiest place on earth. Guys, doing. This is my official release from the Titans bandwagon. I'm jumping off. Coach Rabel, I'll, I'll text you when we go to church Sunday. But my God, uh, give me the Titans. You know they're not going to lose to the Texans at home. They might start uh, Malik Willis. Tannehill got his ass jacked. Right? I like him better than Tannehill. Tannehill 
Quintana suck my ass. The guy suck. He's bad. So give me Malik. Uh, okay. Saturday afternoon. Commanders at Niners. Someone in the scheduling department really just hates the Commanders because they have to play Monday night, then go play Saturday morning all the way across the country. Just hilarious. No rest. And the, and the Niners played last Thursday, so they get extra rest. So this is uh, Niners all day long. I'm taking the Commanders. Yeah. Because... This is the last time I'll ever pick them, like maybe in the duration of the show. So let me just ride out. Merry Christmas, Commanders. I This is Taylor Heineke's last song, his last Heineken. And that wasn't anything, but he is going to get fired at the end of the season. Maybe he goes kamikaze. Uh, give me the Niners, though. Inevitable that they win these games. Brock Purdy, Taylor Heineke. What we all signed up for. That's that's NFL. By the way, what's up with Taylor, Taylor Heineke in that one yard? I thought this guy was, was known a walk in. Sa- sacrifice your body yet again, he, man. You're that's your thing. He like sort of stumbled, but he basically just ran into Thibodeau. He could have just cut left, free walk into the end zone. So annoying. You have no idea what this conversation is doing to my PTSD. What is the next game? It's Eagles at Cowboys. Uh, hey, the Cowboys blew a 17-point lead to the Jags. Hilarious. Uh, the Eagles ran Jalen Hurts 17 times for no fucking reason. I'm a little mad at the coaching staff. He shouldn't be injured right now, but he is. So it looks like it's going to be Gardner Minshew, who I think is capable of beating this fraudulent Dallas Cowboys team. So give me the Eagles. Minshew mania, you bish. Look, I'd be a hypocrite in all the ways that I've slandered Jalen Hurts's faux MVP campaign yep. if I said that the Eagles weren't going to win. The Eagles are going to win because Taylor Heineke, Davis Mills, and Jeff Driscoll, whoever you want to put back there, are going to win games with this. the rest of this Eagles team. Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys because that is the uh, biggest support that I can give to the Jalen Hurts MVP campaign. Hey, we appreciate it. So it's kind of a win-win. If we lose, Jalen Hurts is the MVP. If we win, we clinch the one seed. Uh, what, what a Christmas miracle. Okay, Saturday night. Raiders at Steelers. It's the Immaculate Reception rematch. That's the Immaculate <laughs> one-sentence game. Give me the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders as well. Um, um can I uh can I bet on Franco Harris eating a burger? <laughs> I like it. Steelers That's two points. Or a 40 burger. Steelers, and we see a video of Franco Harris eating a burger. I'm not even sure if he's still alive. That's worth five points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sunday. Okay. That was the Saturday night game. Now moving to Sunday. This is Christmas Day. Uh, Merry Christmas. It's Packers at Dolphins. Uh, sounds like a really bad watch. And I'm going with the Fins. I also am going Fins up. I should have been Fins up at that Bills game. It should have been all Fins all the time. And it was bullshit that the Bills pulled that one out. I deserve that pick. I don't know what else to say. I'm mad. Tua's Christmas present is he gets to be back in Miami where it's 60 degrees cold. I'm picking the Packers in this game. I think Aaron Rodgers found a little something. I think they think they can go to the playoffs and make some noise. The NFC is a little weak right now. Who's the best team? The Eagles? I think so, but you know the quarterback's hurt. And then you have the Niners with Brock Purdy. So it's open. If the Packers Rod- get in there... 
Rogers always has these games. He he takes a whiskey and an ivermectin every couple of weeks and decides to ball out. All right, Sunday afternoon, Broncos at Chargers. I, it might know, be Broncos at Rams. Yes, yeah, I, I just I mean, put L.A. I have L.A. here. Oh, yeah. According to yeah, it's Rams. Rams. All right, it's cut Rams, that Bubba. and let's even worse. Yeah. An even worse game: Broncos at Rams. I'm taking the Rams. Baker Mayfield loves playing at home. He's a Rams legend. I think the Broncos will win this game somehow. I, Baker Mayfield, uh, uh, no, no. Yeah, I'm Broncos as well. Uh, Merry Christmas. It's Baker Mayfield and Brett Ripien. And, sa- and, and sad Sean McVay, which is kind of a, I don't know. You, so sad. A guy with a house like that and a, and a wife like that and a life like that. You see him sad. It almost, it, it it's almost more tragic than people's lives who are at. It's the, like the ASPCA so, commercial of the NFL. Let's go there dressed like the three wise men. Yeah, I like this. I was thinking like the Christmas Carol where it's like the uh, past, present, future. Cause his past is so nice. His present's really sad, and then his future is... He's going to be Creflo A. Dollar, right? Isn't that what Jamel said? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sunday night, Bucks at Cardinals. This Bucks team is so bad. So is the Cardinals team. I have to take the Bucks, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, Brady versus McCoy. I know we've said this with other bad quarterbacks, and Brady still finds a way to lose, but... This Cardinals team is worse than a dumpster fire. I mean, what do we have another level below dumpster? That's what else being on fire would be more tragic than a dumpster? A, a poop hole, like you know, when you just dig a hole to shit in. Yes, when when someone is so destitute that they don't even have an outhouse built, they have to dig a hole and shit into it, and then set it on fire to destroy the evidence. That's what that's what this Cardinals team is now. So give me the bucks. Is this uh, where Jamal fuck, says cards no, for no, no reason? I fucks with the Bucks. Okay. Buccaneers across the board. And then Monday Night Football, Chargers at Colts. The Philip Rivers Bowl. Damn. I mean, whoever wins uh, this game gets rights to Philip Rivers' uh, ghost when he dies. Um, give me Col- Colts for butts. You're going to pick Jeff Saturday. Yep. This team has to have just lost any. This is where Danny just said where teams, you know, that sweet spot of being bad. This is it. Yeah. They've yep. just me the chargers. They've just discovered that they suck. Uh, I also am taking the chargers, but Saturday is now played on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. That's there's something to that. <laughs> Pretty good. Okay. I, I just can't believe I'm not going to be watching football on Sunday or Monday. I really think the quality of these games, it's it's all Christmas Eve, and then I'm I might actually spend some time with my wife, if you can believe it. I'll glance in at the Packers Dolphins game. The rest of them, no chance. Will not be bothered. Uh okay, let's get into this week's mailbag. It's a Christmas edition of the mailbag. We're gonna reach into Santa's bag. He doesn't have toys, he has letters. You've got mail. Danny, you want to reach in that bag? Yes, Santa, and I'm going deep inside your bag, all the way up to the colon of your bag. Uh, oh, we got a, it's a letter from Jackson DeVille. Mm. Oh, boy. I love that guy. Hey, guys. Love the show. Just writing in to say that since I whipped out the G-string against the Ravens, the Jacksonville Jaguars are 3-1 and one and back in the playoff hunt. 
So you might want to make our next home game an NC-17 affair, because I only have one move left, and things might get a little HBO for the kiddies. Also, a reminder to your listeners that Danny picked us to win the division way back in the preseason, and when we do, he automatically wins the picks. Gotta go. There's a bomb cyclone headed this way, and no, I don't fully mean weed. (laughs) Signed, Jackson DeVille. (laughs) fully mean weed dicks out for jacksonville that's right i like he's it. gonna take that d in deville no- north Show florida stand up <laughs> and you you're right this jags thing was slow materializing but it looks like it might pay off especially if the titans lose to the texans like you guys predicted okay uh hey i got a, a piece of mail here uh let me reach in real quick uh, hey, I got a letter from Roger Goodell. I haven't oh. heard. From, he's okay. He says, "Hey guys, it's the commish. I know you hadn't heard from me for a while, so just want to check in and say you're welcome. What a season it's been. Am I right? Let me read off a few of our amazing accomplishments. Zero. That's right, zero. That's the number of players who have tested positive for COVID this season. Amazing, right? In 2020, <laughs> we had 726 positives." Last year, we were down to 380. This season, zero. I'm proud of our guys for protecting themselves. Uh, next item, on Thanksgiving, the Cowboys-Giants game recorded 42 million viewers, making it the most watched regular season game on record. How about that? Suck my ass, NBA. We're still king. The games are so good and competitive, you people don't even give a crap that we're evil anymore. Remember when Tua almost died on Thursday Night Football in Week 4? Or that Deshaun Watson's back in the spotlight. Who really cares? The ratings are up. And it's all thanks to your commish. We even got Aaron Rodgers to shut the fuck up this season. How about that? Well, signing off for my tower in the sky. Hope you guys are ready for a 25-game season in the near future. Because I'm working on making that happen right now. Peace out, baby dicks. Signed, the commish. I That zero number is definitely fake. But yeah, <laughs> everything else he's right about. <laughs> My commission is Michael Chiklis. <laughs> and will always be. Jamal, you got a letter? You know, I do got a letter. I got a letter here from, um, looks like Payless Shoes. Catherine Halibut <laughs> at Payless Shoes. Hey, guys, love the show. I'm writing this in hopes that it reaches Taylor Heineke. We saw last week that he's been buying Jordans. After every week he starts, and we thought, what about buying some sneakers from us after every time he loses? Listen, Taylor, the writing is on the wall. You're not that guy, and your days are numbered. Plus, Michael Jordan is never going to give you a shoe deal. Meanwhile, we already got your contract drafted up over here. The tagline writes itself, pay less. Shoes for the man who knows it's time to save some money. Think about it. We're in no rush uh, for you to make a decision. Though I will say this is a pretty big swing for me. Things haven't been going well uh, at the office. And uh, if I don't land a big spokesperson soon, I could lose my job, which is actually chill because my mom is Mary J. Blige. And if this doesn't work out, I got a part in Power Book 6 waiting for me. Signed, Catherine Halibut, VP of Marketing at Payless Shoes. More fucking nepotism. I know. I tell you, you can't you can't avoid the nepo daddies, the nepo babies. Um, okay, nepo daddy, nepo mommy. Uh, final thoughts. I'll start. Uh, Danny, d- did you see the story about the Chiefs fan wearing the wolf mask going around 
It's maybe been debunked, but he I was robbing it, banks. It was a different guy, on? different guy in a KC wolf mask. But I love just bank robbers in general. And the fact that we finally brought one to KC is pretty cool. I'm sure he is a Chiefs fan. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> Danny, final thoughts on the week. I just want to say it's another bad week of football from Pizza Face. Everyone's favorite quarterback, whose dick we love to jump on. Every time he wins a game, sure, he won this game. He should have lost. I watched the entire game in the hopes that my picks could be salvaged this week. He's not that good. He makes one good throw at the end of the game. Pizza face, I see you for who you really are. Just like that person we alluded to at ridiculousness earlier. I see you from the beginning, and it takes everyone else a while to figure it out. And then I get fired? Fuck you, pizza face. (laughs) Uh, Jamel, final thoughts. Uh, I predicted this commander's meltdown. Everybody back home, just take a breath. Watch something else on TV. Please stop connecting your happiness to the Washington commanders. It is bad for your health. For real. I took note. I listened to Jamel. I've ta- I, I factored in four years of you telling us how this is what happens. And I picked the Giants last week and it paid off. So uh, it seems like you're fully tapped into what's about to happen with the rest of this commander season. For sure. And uh, uh, I'm sorry, I got I gotta go right now. Uh, I'm sorry too. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Sorry we didn't get more Jamel, but we love it when we have it. <laughs> sorry. 